Welcome back to the First and Ten podcast. We are here. It's the end of week number... I want to say 13. 12. 13. 13, yeah. God, it's the end of week 13. Oh, I'm your host, Ross. With me is Dave. You heard him just then. Hi, oh, you're right. Yeah, you're good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Yeah. yeah, I'm in a chipper mood. Thanks to Monday Night yeah. Football. You're in a slightly down mood because of what happened on Sunday night. Um, there's also yeah. three games on Thursday night, which really confused me because I was at work and just games happening at all all evening and all morning. And then Sunday Slater games, there was some excitement, there were some absolute duds, and um, the Bengals won a game, so we'll get into all of that, plus our previews uh, on a separate show this week on Thursdays. So we're back into it regularly, as we have been most of the season. So Dave, where should we start? Should we go back to Thursday? Yeah, yeah, some surprisingly all-right games on Thursday, weren't they? So we started with uh, Detroit and Chicago. David Blau made his first start for the Lions, and did all right then, even what I can see. Yeah, yeah, he played pretty well. They got off to a real good start. I think, I don't know if this first pass or one of the first passes. So I wasn't really paying too much attention early on because I thought, oh, yeah. this is a bit of a dead game. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, <laughs> I might actually watch this properly. Kenny Gardley for a 75 yard touchdown. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a bad start. <laughs> yeah, bad way to start his Lions career. No. Um, how did Mitch look in this one? Um. The stats yeah. suggest he played all right, 340 yards passing. That must be a, almost a career high for him. He had the 600 game, obviously. But... Yeah, yeah, he uh, yeah, he played all right. He um, it, it was one of them games, really. You sort of knew what was coming. You know, it was uh, yeah, yeah. It was it was probably tighter than you know, said of going in, but yeah, it was a just a just a decent game, really. Like yeah, it wasn't great. He was all right. <laughs> you it didn't know, really mean anything in the grand scheme of things, did it? Because no, both I... these teams are out of the hunt. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty dead game. Yeah, um, on that front, ex- I think the most exciting game on Thanksgiving was definitely the Cowboys and their yeah. absolute capitulation against the Bills. Yeah, the Bills looked great. <laughs> like, yeah, it was, they did, uh, didn't they? Yeah, they were really impressive. The Bills. Yeah, so that one finished twenty six fifteen. It was worse than that for one point. I think Dallas scored late on to kind of get some sort of um, semblance of a decent scoreline. But yeah, it was. 26 to 7 head into the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was uh yeah, Josh Allen was amazing. He uh he, he had probably best game I've seen him have. He yeah. was just I was yeah, he was just so good in that in that especially that second half. He really like took over the game and Yeah. Yeah, it was uh yeah, just a really good game again. It was um yeah, considering what we thought it was going to be coming into Thanksgiving and uh, some of these teams it was just yeah, just another really good game and yeah, the Bills, uh, I think it was a big win for the Bills, because I think they needed to get one out of these tougher games they've got coming up. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I think that pretty much seals their spot. I mean, they're a game behind you. Are you worried at this point? <laughs> no, because they have got, like, they have got a tough run in. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think the Patriots still win the division, but... 9-3 for the Bills, though. Fair play. Sean yeah. McDermott has done such an incredible job with that team. Yeah, so there's not a lot of talent, really, is there? Outside of kind of what John Brown and Josh Allen on offense. Yeah, I think they're just doing a really good job of the, the, like some of the off-season signings have worked out perfectly, like Cole Beasley yeah. and John Brown. Like they're not exactly big names, but I mean, they they've fit, been perfect. They fit the yeah. offense perfectly, and the defense is one of the best in the league. Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, they're, they're just a really good, hard to beat team. I think and. Mm. If you're not if you're not playing well, they will put up a fight and they'll make it hard for you either way. They're not going to roll over and die, sort of thing. They're uh, hmm. they're just always going to be in games and yeah, they just need to find a way to win them. 
yeah, if they can win a playoff game, I think that's probably the, the limit they can get to, win, win a wild card game, but that would be a fantastic season for them. Um, the final game of Thanksgiving was the Saints. They beat the Falcons 26-18. to This was closer than I thought it would be. I thought the Saints would be out for full-on kind of bloodlust revenge after the Falcons wiped the floor with them a few weeks back, but got the job done in the end. Wasn't pretty yeah. good enough. Weirdly, I would say this ended up being the worst of the three games, which uh, yeah. was probably unexpected. But there was no Julio was there for the Falcons, which is always no. a problem. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was fine, and Saints, Saints got the job done, didn't they? Wrapped up the division, so yeah. Third I mean, after for them, yeah, it's um, yeah, good win, and say they they got bigger fish to fry now. I think they. Uh, yeah, they'll be looking at the number one seed after this game, won't they? Well, yeah, well, anyway, 49ers but, you know. coming up this week. That's a pretty yeah, massive a huge game. game. Yeah. It was <laughs> a huge game from uh, your point of view, wasn't it? From yeah, the, that, that better be on prime time. That better not be tucked away at 6pm on Sunday night. I think it is 6pm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 6 yeah. <laughs> Good old NFL. Uh, Alright, let's get on to some Sunday games then. There was a, a busy, busy Sunday. Um, let's, let's, let's start with the Bengals, shall we? They won a game. They they just blew out the Jets, twenty two to six. I don't think the Jets even got into the red zone. It's, uh, <laughs> I mean, after three straight weeks of thirty four points, was it? Yeah, thirty five points. Then yeah, they just put an up an absolute dud of a game. They uh, yeah, they were ludicrous. awful. How do you not even get inside the twenty? It's the Bengals. Yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah, God knows. <laughs> so I do I, I do think the Bengals are a better team than. Like the record suggests, but yes. still, they're not that good. <laughs> Someone are. said on a, a, a podcast last week about Andy Dalton that he's always been a starter, and then the biggest fear as being the starting quarterback is getting benched. He's yeah. been, that's happened to him now. He came back in twenty-two of thirty-five, two fifty yards and a touchdown. Not a fantastic performance, but that pressure of never being benched is, is gone now. Yeah, definitely, and. I think the thing is, like, I heard people saying it was like an undeserved bench in and that type of thing. Like, I don't think anyone was really saying that when it actually happened. No. Like, Didn't he throw it made like back sense. to back pick sixes and another interception in one game? Yeah, it's. Like, I, I think Dalton's fine. I think he's fairly good. I don't think he's a problem, but hmm. they had to find out what yeah. they had. And like, they were, what, 0 8 at the time, were they, when, it, when he got uh, benched? Yeah. Yeah, for each yeah. Like, I mean, at that stage, there's no real value in playing him. Like, it seems quite unexpected that he will be the quarterback next year, one way or another. Yeah, they still got whether they trade him or cut him or do whatever. Yeah, and I mean, it was fine. Like, I don't think anyone ever thought that Ryan Finley was a better option. (laughs) No, but they they might as well find out because it was a dead season. So yeah, I mean, I get both moves. Really, I don't really kill him for either. No, uh, the Jets. I mean, they had very the, the slimmest of slim hopes for making the playoffs before this weekend. They're, they're gone now. They're done. Four and eight. Stick a fork in them. Yeah, they are it's... done. Does Gase come back next year? I think he might have done enough to save his job these last few weeks. I think that game there lost him his job. To be oh, honest. Really? Yeah, them couple of games are coming back. I don't think we're enough to make up for the rest of. It's been a tragic Snapsy. season, hasn't it? Yeah, they've been like. No one really thought the Jets were going to like win the Super or anything, but they were better than this, and they've shown that in a couple of... Like, I almost think them few wins yeah. highlight just how bad a job he's done in the rest of the season. Mm. Yeah, no, that's fair, yeah. To not to not be able to use a player like Le'Veon Bell, like, how do you not get the most out of him? 
That's... No, Gase is uh, showing you how. <laughs> well, yeah. 10 carries for 30 yards this weekend. Maybe it's on the O-line, who knows. Um, AFC South battle the Titans. They're on a roll. Blew away the Colts this week, 31-17. Derek Henry again, 26 carries, 150 yards. And another touchdown. How do yeah. stop this team at the minute? Um... Because Tannehill's doing really... just enough, isn't he, as well? Yeah, like, he's just really efficient. He's not doing, He's not making mistakes. He's not, like, lighting it up or anything, but he just doesn't make mistakes. He only and attempted that... 22 passes. Yeah, that's, that's, but that's all they need with Derek Henry running the way he is. Yeah. It's, yeah, they're, they're going to be one of those teams that are a tough team. And I think I've said that, I've said this all season, that I'm really looking forward to this team when they get a real quarterback in. And Yeah. I mean, Ryan Tannehill, I'm not even 100% convinced he is a real quarterback. And look at the difference he's made. So if they got like a, an actual good quarterback in there, then. Yeah. There's, a, there's talent on this team throughout. Like the whole team on both sides of the ball has talent. Yeah. And yeah, it's just been a bit wasted with Mariota in there because he just isn't an effective quarterback. And I think God knows what happens with him next year because. This is not doing well for his free agency, is it? Really, this yeah, Tannehill run. Starting job is he anywhere? Yeah, yeah. This is really hurting him. The best he can hope for is competing with a rookie. I think. Yeah. Wow. From, from what number two pick overall? Yeah. Wow. Uh, the problem for the Titans, their remaining schedule. They've got Raiders next. It's going to be a, t- a tough game. They're a decent enough team. But then they've got Texans, Saints, and Texans. They have to. Yeah. They have to beat both the Texans both times to overtake them. I mean, I, don't, I think it's doable. Like, we'll get to the Texans and yeah. obviously they'll beat the Patriots, but I don't think the Texans are some invincible team that... No, they're only a game ahead currently. Yeah, like, we've seen before that they could be very up and down, can't they? Mm. Um, yeah, I would I would be worried if I was the Texans. They probably just, especially this win this week, they've probably just about done enough, but... Yeah, they've also I mean, got the Broncos and the Bucks to play, t- as well as the two Titans games, so they're probably going to do just enough, aren't they, to... Yeah. But if you're, um... If you're the free seed, or... Well, maybe the four seed, depending on how it plays out, I think you're worried about both these wildcard teams and the Bills and Titans, which looks like it's going that way. Yeah. Teams that can just run the ball and play defence. Yeah, they're going to be... Both of those teams are going to be tough to beat, come January, and I don't think anyone will be relishing playing either of them. No, not at all. Uh, let's move on then to... Where should we go next? Let's go to... <laughs> the Eagles. <laughs> what, a, what a dreadful thing. <laughs> a 37-31 loss. I mean, you had the chance to take over the NFC East, the, the absolute trash division that it is at the minute, and you can't even beat the Dolphins to get the job done. Yeah, it's... And that, that trick play. Let's start with that trick play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, it was... Uh... Yeah, the play the Colts wanted to run a few years ago against the Patriots, wasn't it? That <laughs> yeah, just got completely did, wrong. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a weird one because like it looks like it should be so easy to defend. I don't really like. Yeah, I don't really understand how it works. Yeah, put but, more than two defenders on the guy snapping the ball, and you're going to shut yeah. that guy down straight away, surely. Yeah, that's what uh, the Patriots did a few years ago. Yeah, I guess it's that thing of just being confused, and once you've got it wrong, you've got like two seconds to react, really, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, and, and then you're screwed. Yeah, once you've got it wrong, you've you're dead, basically. I but, like uh, how this Dolphins team playing. They don't give a crap, do they? They're just going out there having, having some fun, it seems, most weeks. I mean, that was one point where I brought up. Do you think Brian Flores is a coach of the year contender for getting three wins He's out of this three team? wins, yeah. Almost 40 points on the Eagles' defence. Yeah, that's almost an unbeaten season, isn't it, with uh, another team? 
Yeah, they're they I mean they've got Fitzpatrick who's just doing Fitzpatrick things there. Forty passes, three hundred and seventy yards, three touchdowns. Obviously a pick because he has to have at least one a game. <laughs> yeah. um, their leading rusher was Albert Wilson, a wide receiver. <laughs> Keenan Village had three carries for zero yards in this game. He is awful, isn't he? He is the. I mean, he's not even the starter anymore, is he? I think Albert Wilson is the starting running back currently for them. It is weird what's happened with um, Kenyon Drake over the years and stuff. Like how he's never really. They don't yeah. really trust him. He's gone to Arizona and look good. He can be that, yeah. And then, like there was talk this year that Balage could take over that job before the season, wasn't there? Like, yeah. And looking at him now, like how was that ever even a consideration? Like how's he even on a roster? Let he alone be on the streets next year. Oh yeah, like. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he isn't. To be honest, he is awful. Yeah, he's yeah, um, absolutely dreadful. Yeah, the the Dolphins keep sneaking out these wins, don't they? They're uh, Devontae yeah, Parker. He's just reeling in yards every single week. He's got eight fifty now. He had another one hundred and forty this weekend. Yeah, I think some of these teams they could have got him for next to nothing a year ago, couldn't they? Yeah, when the Dolphins were looking. Yeah, and I think some teams will regret that. I think it's at the time that he would be a. Uh, useful pickup for these teams and because mm. he's got talent he's just been a bit up and down but now he seems to be putting it together and yeah he looks just everything that you'd want from a wide receiver one doesn't he yeah he's big he's quick he's got good hands it's, he's a good player to get uh, the yeah. Eagles on the other hand they've still got to play the Giants twice and the Redskins so there's a chance there to get some more wins and they play the Cowboys I mean it, what the FC East don't deserve a playoff spot at this point yeah I mean Say they miss out on the playoffs. Yeah. Is uh, is jobbing? Well, didn't risk. he sign the new? Did he sign a new one last off season? Mm-hmm. Maybe, but these teams don't seem to be too worried about that, no, do they? No. It's, been, it's been a disaster this year. I know they've had injuries, but you, got... I mean the injuries haven't been that bad, have they? It's not like it's been it's uh... a couple of receivers, isn't it? Your defense is still all together. Yeah, they. Yeah, I don't know what to think about this Eagles team because. To me, there's plenty of talent there. It's hard not to blame coaching, really. Yeah, I thought Carson Wentz was an MVP candidate coming to the season. I thought he was yeah. set for a huge year, and he's been dreadful. Yeah, is I mean, do you put the problems on Wentz and coming back from these injuries, and maybe it's just a year, a Russell a bounce back year next year? But mm. <laughs> the, the problem are the problem is that a lot of his issues are things like fumbling and stuff like that, aren't they? That I yeah, you know, should have that by now. Yeah, I don't know how you just fix that, really. I think that's a problem you either have or you don't, you know? I don't think it's a... Yeah. Is it like, I just don't know what to think about Wentz. I've never been the highest on him. Yeah. But I feel, I feel like he's better than this. It's <laughs> Yeah, well, he should be. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really odd. I, I just don't really get this Eagles team and... What they are? No, um, the Packers they beat the Giants thirty-one thirteen in a snow game. Our first proper snow game of the season. Uh, Alan Lazard just running. He had three catches for hundred and three yards and a touchdown. His touchdown was the easiest one he'll ever score. He was just wide open in the end zone. Yeah, the Giants have yeah. given up, haven't they? Yeah, it's. I mean, the Daniel Jones. Gone? Oh, I think he's. Yeah, I think they're already looking at coaches I think mm. <laughs> I think behind the scenes I'd be surprised if that isn't already done yeah, like in the with the management probably not Chris uh, Peterson he stepped down from the Huskies didn't he yesterday yeah on Sunday so he could be an NFL name look at me with yeah. a college insight there look at that yeah it's only because it flashed uh, up on Monday Night Football I know that <laughs> <laughs> you didn't need to say that you just 
heavily researched it for the podcast, <laughs> haven't you? But yeah, they've been yeah. a disaster. Saquon's been terrible this year, and there's there's no receivers there really. They're all injured. I mean, they're not injured. They just don't catch the ball. Dan, Dan like, Jones. I mean, Talent-wise, they have got some receivers. I think Evan Ingram basically missing half the season has not helped. Yeah. Well, they're real sort of down because they were playing okay when Jones first came in, weren't they? And yeah. that was when Ingram was basically just everything you could hope for from a athletic tight end. And then it, since he's been injured, they've like they got nothing. But it's not like they haven't got talent there. Like I just say, they're always concussed, aren't they? Is that yeah? Must be something wrong with the helmets in yeah. the Giants camp because they're just always concussed. But I mean, Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate, um, Darius Slayton, they're all good players. Like, it's not like they haven't got anyone there, but yeah, yeah getting them on the field's a problem, isn't it? But yeah, the Daniel Jones thing, I don't know. Just You just Sometimes know he's going to turn the ball picks. over. Yeah, yeah three it's... and a fumble this week. But that's every single week. It's Yeah. <laughs> Any team will struggle from their quarterback giving the ball away four times. Yeah, it's... It's one, of, one of the oh. picks, I don't know if it was the first one, he just threw it straight to the Packers guy. The receiver is nowhere near it. Yeah, it, it just it just makes awful mistakes. Like I think there's just value in every single week betting on a defensive touchdown against the Giants because oh, yeah. he's going to throw up a chance. Yeah, I mean, he's not playing any better than Eli was. No, really? I'm not sure Eli would be any better anyway. No, he'd be but just as bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird because I had Daniel Jones coming out as like a safe pair of hands yeah. and he's anything but that like no he's been yeah. the most kind of trigger happy of all of them really yeah but maybe that's it maybe he's just not playing his style it's yeah to me he was a bit of a dink and dunker that was gonna throw for like five yards uh, per attempt and yeah if you try and not, force it too much yeah not do too much wrong like run the ball with Barkley and basically the Titans you know just yeah. Just need the quarterback to not be awful, and he he just can't pull that off at the moment. He is just atrocious. But well, you compare him to Kyler Murray, who's hardly turned the ball over all season. I know he's number one pick and he's a different type of player, but he doesn't really throw interceptions. No, it's it's just an absolute killer, isn't it? And I mean, obviously, I think we'll see a big jump from year one to year two when he gets yeah. a proper off season as a starter, and I imagine they'll give him some help in the off season, mm. but. Yeah, it's not. You're not exactly uh, delighted with things, are you? Looking at it, <laughs> no sweeping changes in New York, maybe from blue and green. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, both teams will be looking for coaches. Yeah, um, I think the Giants. The Giants is nailed on. The Jets, yes, uh, like ninety <laughs> percent. Yeah, I think that's probably about fair. Yeah, uh, let's talk about the Browns and how they managed to brown it up. They had a chance here to make a run to the playoffs, and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't believe that. I, everything I think about the Browns, and then for some reason, <laughs> I, I I bought into them that they were going to be a playoff team, and then they, I, I got what I deserved out of that. <laughs> they got ducked. That's what happened to them this week. Yeah, they went duck hunting it's... with James Washington this week, and it proved to uh, uh, blossom in friendship. There, four receptions for 111 yards for Washington and a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, he was good. He, yeah. um, I think he just showed that he's just got a bit more about him than Mason Rudolph, really. Like, I don't think, I don't think he's the future or anything like that. But he's not afraid to just throw it long, is he, and just hope that someone yeah. catches the ball? Yeah, I think, I think he's just a really good backup, and I think that's what he'll be. And, yeah. But yeah, the Browns, what, what, what a, a disaster this season's been. 
Yeah. I mean, I feel, I feel like it was my best take of the year, really, the Browns. <laughs> like, I've been very much against the Browns all year <laughs> yeah, as like, yeah. some sort of super team. But, yeah, either, I wasn't even sure. I'm not even sure I thought it was going to be quite this bad. But, I mean, Baker... He's he completed 18 step passes back, for six yards of, of reception. Yeah. He, I mean, he's got all the help in the world. I know the line's not good, and that's probably putting it kindly, but... Yeah, Chubb's still finding yards. Hunt's still finding yards. Yeah. he's got. There's so much talent around him that he can't possibly be this bad. Six targets for Odell Beckham. Three catches for 30 yards. But 11 targets for Jarvis Landry. I know he's got a year more working with Jarvis Landry, but just throw the ball up to Beckham. Like, you've seen time and time again he'll make these catches. So it's really interesting what they do this whole season because I imagine a lot of coaches will want to work with this team. Mm. Like the players you mentioned there and whether someone else can get them working. But I think it was always a worry that these players wouldn't gel yeah. because they're all big characters. And to me, I don't think it's working at all. And no. But honestly, I don't think I don't think what we're seeing from Baker is that much different from the first year. I think he beat up on bad teams yeah. more often was a difference. Like he didn't play particularly well against any real defense last year. I think he had like he had some good halves here and there, but a lot of time he had already thrown three picks the first half before that. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, season he's it's... got just shy of three thousand yards, fifteen touchdowns, and fourteen interceptions. I mean, people were talking about it was a top 10 quarterback coming in, weren't they? Yeah, he was like the third quarterback drafted in most fantasy leagues and stuff like that. He's been a huge disappointment. Yeah, he has been an absolute bust, hasn't he? I mean, yeah. he might be the biggest fantasy bust this year, depending on uh, what league you're in. If you're in a two-quarterback league, he was going yeah, really sometimes the first league. round. Yeah. And he's been awful. I mean, last year he threw 20 touchdowns and 19 interceptions. Maybe he's just that guy that he... He kind of gone kind of unnoticed so far, but that's a lot of turnovers. Twenty eight turnovers to forty eight touchdowns in two years. Yeah, he Not good. No, it's yeah. I I would be worried if I was a Browns fan. Yeah, I mean, there's still talent there, and I, I wouldn't want to like completely write him off. But to me, yeah, it's it's a worry. Yeah, and from more in depth look at the Steelers. Listen to the Steelers podcast from First and Ten Network. This week, but this dude's defense, I love it. Yeah, they are they are incredible. They They're, just get after that ball every single time. I mean, I think as I, I think I said last week, this is Mike Tomlin's best coaching job for years. Mm. He's been superb, I'd say. There is no more fitting a play than Joe Hayden getting the game <laughs> yeah. ceiling turnover at the end. Yeah, he was very yeah. happy with that as well. Had to be, didn't it? Really? <laughs> yeah, he absolutely loved that. <coughs> Uh, the Redskins won a game. They have now got three wins on the season. Um, they beat up on Kyle Allen. He looks scared at the minute. He, he just running around back there, not really knowing what to do. And they lost twenty nine twenty one to the Redskins. Darius Geis breakout game: ten carries, hundred thirty yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, and it's not like it's um, some fierce Redskins defense, is it? But yeah, Geis Geis looked really good. AP got ninety nine yards as well. Yeah, just ran all over him. Just ran all over him, and <laughs> yeah, the, I sort of like this Redskins, uh, Redskins like offense, mm. and like moving forward. I think there's, I do think I still believe in Dwayne Haskins, and uh, Kelvin Harmon was basically my favorite receiver coming out. Yeah, and he went in like the sixth round. I could, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I, like, but 
I only in a few different sleeper like dynasty leagues and stuff. And uh, though you got sleeper, you, know, you get like alerts like big plays. And yeah. Dwayne Haskins was like my favourite quarterback, and Kelvin Harmon was my favourite wide receiver. So <laughs> nice. when like a few times on Sunday, got the like the big play alert from them too. So yeah. it was a yeah pretty nice day really. But unfortunately, in this new offensive scheme, Terry McLaurin has just disappeared. Yeah, two catches for eight yards. Yeah, it's weird to know what's happened with him. I don't know if he's just hit a bit of a wall, like it does happen with these rookies. But yeah. I mean, to me, he feels like I think he is a star, and I think next yes. season, I think it just happens with rookies. And you know, say the scheme changed a bit from what it was, and he's still a good receiver. Yeah, definitely. I think I think I think if you're a Redskins fan, there's stuff to be hopeful about, which is weird from a what are they three and three and nine now. Nine? Yeah, like. It's. I mean, not out of the race in the NFC East, to be honest. <laughs> no, <they're> not. <laughs> yeah, it's a, they're a weird team, but to me, yeah, there, there's something there. There's something there if you're a, a Redskins fan. Yeah, uh, on the Panthers' side, that their season's over. Um, Kyle Allen is not starting next season as the starting quarterback. I don't think Christian McCaffrey is their team basically. DJ Moore was good, seventy-five yards on six catches and a touchdown. But outside of those two guys, there's not a lot else there. No, I think this is uh, this is another one. I think this team is going to be completely different from coach to quarterback next year. Yeah, Ron Rivera's kind of been on, not on the hot seat, but his job's been under threat, I think, with the new owner um, taking over yeah. last year. Yeah, I think his job is gone. Yeah. I don't think... Uh, I don't think it's even a question anymore. I, I think, think we could be for a record dead. year of head coaching availabilities. Yeah, and it makes me think whether some of these will make a move earlier mm. just to get try and get guy. a jump on that. Yeah, because there's going to be some... Yeah, there's going to be plenty of teams out there wanting these players, so... Well, the Patriots haven't got any more coordinators to snap, though, have they? <laughs> no. Unless someone's going to take a chance on the mullet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I must say, we'll get a job eventually, in fairness. He will do, yeah. He'll be a head coach of someone and be an yeah. offensive genius. Just on the name alone, he'll... Uh... You better keep them on it as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on to the Buccaneers. They beat the Jags 28-11. Nick Foles has been benched. It's already been announced that Minshew will start next week. £88 million quarterback sat on your bench. I mean, we said what? this. We approved yeah. right on this. Nick Foles is Nick Foles. Yeah, it's just one of these things where bad teams stay bad, isn't it, because of deals like this? Yeah. There was no need to give him that crazy deal. Because it wasn't... But, like, if you want to pay him a lot this year, then fine. Like, yeah, it's what it is. Like, yeah, that's fine. But, like, they have just tied themselves to him for three years, basically. Mm. And, like, how can you do that of a quarterback that everyone has doubts about or everyone should have doubts about? Yeah. It's... I mean, Minshew came in and didn't play. I mean, he had average less yards per cat per reception, and he threw a pick as well as Foles did. But he also threw a touchdown. And I don't know. I said last week this Jags team is the most boring team to watch, and they didn't do anything to prove me wrong this week either. No, they. Yeah, I. I don't know what the Jags do. Like four nets out of there, really. But then he is basically the offense now. Like, they use him so much. 14 carries for 38 yards. It's nine, yeah, 11 it's... targets. I just... I have no idea where the Jags go from here. To me, they're just... I mean, 
I know that teams find a way of like just blowing it up and starting again, but yeah, to me they've got a lot of work to do to do that. There's a lot of bad contracts on that team, I think, and yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't specifically specifically think Minshew's the future either. No, that's I think we said last week or I did anyway that I think people have got a bit caught up in the whole Minshew yeah thing because I just don't think he's he's fine. He's that correct. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. He he was part of the struggle in that offense as well. It wasn't just mm. the rest of the offense. He was part of it, and there was a reason I went to Foles. It's because he couldn't throw a touchdown once I got to the red zone. Yeah, and I don't think that's really going to change anytime soon. And say obviously it's his first year, and he can develop. But oh, to me, I'm not sure. I mean, yeah. he has these rallies and stuff, doesn't he? But he doesn't seem to do it for a whole game. There's a reason he has to have the rallies. It's because he's played. Badly, earlier on, you know. Yeah, this is yeah. There's lots of things need to change there for the Bucks, though. I mean, all right. Jameis didn't throw a pick this week. No, he uh, racked up some yards. Yeah, two sixty-eight yards, no touchdowns either. But Peyton Barber did all the damage with two carries for uh, well, two touchdowns on some runs, and that was it. And that's that's enough though. That's enough to beat beat the Jags this week. Yeah, yeah. They're a really interesting team going into the off season. I think the Bucks because I think. Basically, every possibility is still open. Yeah. Particularly with Jameis, like whether they go with him or not, it's a. I could see. I could see why they would buy into the fact that they can go with him, and I would guess that he gets a franchise tag. Yeah. And they keep him for another year, but then also at the same time, what's going to change between this time, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now and next year? It's, <laughs> He's not going to grow anymore, is he? No, they're sort of in that weird spot, aren't they? But maybe they're hoping for the Ryan Tannehill bump. Like pay twenty-eight million, it will pay next year. Yeah, just tag for quarterbacks. A lot but of money that, from you're not sure on. Yeah, it's. But then also, if they don't do it, I don't know what they do do because they're probably going to be picking a bit further down because they've won just a few too many games now. Yeah, they're five and seven, so they're around the, the start of the double digits. Yeah, which I mean, there's there's quite a few quarterbacks in this draft, and mm. maybe they give Jameis a franchise tag, draft a quarterback in that with that first round, and then with the sort of plan to move on in a year's time, or yeah. if Jameis does somehow improve and get better, then go with him. But yeah, it's a it's a weird spot because I still do think there's a player in Winston. It's just the yeah. mistakes because even his really bad games. Between the interceptions, he plays well normally. Mm. It's not like he's playing 60 minutes of bad football. (laughs) No. He just has two or three just awful plays a game. But how you stop them, I don't know. Yeah, that's what kills them. Yeah, they got the win this week because Jags can't do anything. But other weeks, they would have lost this game. Yeah. Another team. Lots of changes probably going to happen this offseason. Yeah. I mean, will Arian stay? Is he... I don't think he'd come back in the first place. In the... Yeah, exactly. I don't. He doesn't feel like he was in it for the long haul here, does it? This feels like one of the like the last hurrah sort of thing. It was, yeah. Uh... Has he come back for a seven and nine season with the Bucks? It seemed weird. Yeah, it's strange. <sighs> yeah, I don't really get it. It's <sighs> yeah, they're they're a really interesting team, which isn't so you can always tell at the Bucks, is it? But no. well, there's a lot of players there. There's, there's a lot of players on that team. That are good players yeah. and something people can work with moving forward. But yeah, I think the big thing is um, 
a quarterback, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, two teams without a problem at quarterback is the 49ers and the Ravens. Ravens won 20-17. to They started my weekend off perfectly. I needed the 49ers to lose, and they lost. Um, Raheem Mostart was the running back that got all the yards this week. 446 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Jimmy G, 165 and a touch. It was terrible conditions, so it wasn't a lot of uh, passing in this one. Uh, Jackson did just enough to get the win. Yeah, this was a. Um, I thought this was a really good game, and if mm. this was the Super Bowl preview, then uh, I'll be happy to watch that Super Bowl again in February. Because to me, it felt like every time they cut to this game watching Red Zone, someone was going for it on fourth down from like the halfway <laughs> line. Just nobody wanted a punt for some reason. Yeah, but, punters uh, weren't involved in this game, really. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was just a good game, and I think so the weather did obviously played its part, but. Yeah, just two really good teams and just four punts in this entire game. Yeah, it's, it's weird because say every time I went to the game, it felt like it was fourth down. Yeah, it's not high scoring, so you'd think there'd be yeah. more punts. But... Yeah, it was a but yeah, it was a good game, and I'd, yeah, I'd definitely be up for seeing this one again. But yeah, I think a tough loss to the Forty Nineers. If they could have nicked this one, yeah, then they were they're, then they're in such a good spot, aren't they? But now, especially the Saints coming up, it's a bit of a Saints, Falcons, Rams, Seahawks is the next four games, or the final four games for the Niners. Yeah, I think from a neutral point of view, (laughs) I would very much like to see that week. Uh, That was it, week 17? 17, yeah. I'd love to see that game be for the West. Or for the bye as well. Yeah, so whatever results need to to give us that. Yeah, because it could easily be playing for either the first or the fifth seed, like winner, winner takes all sort of thing, couldn't it? So. Well, the Seahawks have got Rams, Panthers, Cards in the next three, and the Niners have got Saints, Falcons, and Rams. So the Rams can play spoiler here. They can't get in the, either of these positions, really, I don't think, unless they we all lose out and they win everything. But, yeah, they can play a bit of a spoiler here. Yeah, this is a really interesting race now. Mm. It's weird because I think the, the teams who are going to make it in are tied up, but the combinations that could still come out uh, pretty massive so yeah. both the North teams can still win the division and both the West teams can still win the division so yeah yeah yeah. they say the Browns are going to play their part aren't they they're not going to be in them in, in the thing but they're definitely going to go a long way to decide in it yeah they seem to be back as well they beat the Cardinals 34-7 to I don't know if that's kind of I mean Jared Goff had 424 yards two touchdowns Gurley had 100 yards on the ground Robert Woods had 172 yards receiving but no touchdowns um, I think the Cardinals decided just not bother covering anyone in the first half to be honest yeah there was just receivers running free all the time Brandon Cooks was the only one who seemed to have any defenders near him and he was the only one that came out with no yard 24 yards for Brandon Cooks whereas uh, Higby Woods and Cup combined for 250 yards between them yeah it was so I was quite close on this one because I was up against Jared Goff in a Mustang game. So <laughs> oh no! Great news, yeah. <laughs> um, and like, the, yeah, within about three minutes, he had racked up about 120. <laughs> yards, so was, uh, yeah, that didn't that didn't go to plan. Just wondering the outcome. No. But um, yeah, it's yeah, it was an awful game for the Cardinals. I think their their worst game of the season by far, wasn't it? But yeah, the Rams. I don't know what to make of the Rams though. Are they, are they back though? Or, or... Any team would just take advantage of receivers running free in the in the open. They have done this a couple of times, haven't they? This year they have um, had a couple of these games just thrown in, and then the next mm. week they're back to same old Rams. Yeah, having no offense, yeah. 
I think I think we said last week, the week before, on lose track of when we said stuff really, but um, but Gurley that I mean that player is still in there. It's just that he can't do it week to week, and that's the problem. Yeah, they need him to, and he just can't do it anymore. Mm. Yeah, he's there's too much work on those knees. Mm. It's yeah. a shame for him because yeah, like you say, when he, he does show a little bit of burst, he just bowls people over. Yeah, he's yeah, it, it's hard, but I mean, I don't think they can go into next season planning for Gurley to be number no. one they need to do something one way or another like I mean they obviously thought the two younger running backs would do a bit more than they have but they've been irrelevant really haven't they yeah. I think Malcolm Brown had a big first game didn't he and then yeah 30 yards on 6 carries game. this week and Henderson 17 yards on 4 <laughs> carries Blake Bortles had 1 carry for minus 10 yards Poor Blake. Uh, the Cardinals, though, I think offensively there's something to work with there. Once Larry dis- departs, it's going to be interesting to see who takes over as that kind of the main receiver. Yeah, like Christian Kirk seems to be the one sort of there right now, but whether he is that yeah. number one is. I like what they've got in Isabella as well. Yeah, I think there's definitely stuff there to work with going forward. And they need I some mean, defensive players. That's what they need. Yeah, like this game wasn't really. Uh, I mean, it didn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, did it? And no, they've lost five in a row, but I think they're better than that. Yeah, I'm not sure with this Cardinals team. I think, I think maybe they are, but again, they've they just the three teams they beat. Yeah, were like three of the worst teams in the league. They've basically lost to everyone else, haven't they? And they beat the Bengals, Falcons, and Giants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone beats them. Yeah, there's uh, six wins combined between those three teams. Yeah, it's... Yeah, they're a weird team. I think there's definitely stuff to build on going forward. And I think after a couple of years of being really down, Mm. I think there's some hope there now for Cardinals fans that perhaps wasn't there before. Yeah, definitely. They'll be able to get themselves a nice weapon or a good defensive piece picking quite early in this draft. Yeah, I think they really need to focus on defence and Yeah. I assume Fitzgerald retires this off season, maybe they can get a bit more of a someone else in there to fill that role, a bit of a veteran in yeah. free agency or something, but there'd be some guys yeah. knocking around with some good hands. I think their next draft or two should definitely be defensive. Yes, it needs so to be. Just, yeah, they just can't stop anyone and it just puts more pressure on the offence, doesn't it, when they're doing that. Yeah, Patrick Peterson came back from his P D bust and looks like a different player. Odd, yeah. no. strange yeah. how that happens. Right. <laughs> um, the Chargers did what Chargers do: heartbreaking losses. It's their, it's their way. That's what they do best. They're four and eight this season. Um, the Broncos are also four and eight, and they won this game, twenty-three to twenty. Uh, we were chatting about Drew Locke throughout the game. Um, I, I cannot stand to watch him. I think he's going to do his knee in at any moment. It's so weird. He plants his, his, his like his throwing leg. And then his his body kind of twists forward over it. It's just I'm just waiting for that knee to snap. Yeah, it's. I mean, he was fine. There was no no issue with him, was there? It was. Uh, yeah, two touchdowns to one pick, five yards of completion. I, I think the main thing was his his whole game on Sunday. The game plan was look for Cortland Sutton to throw it to him because he will catch. Yeah, four catches for seventy four. That one handed yeah. touchdown catch. He, Cortland Sutton is amazing. Like when we did the awards a couple of weeks ago, we didn't have like a breakthrough player, but no. to me, he is it. If there is that sort, if we did that award, he would hundred percent be it. Like he just, I mean, it's almost like DeAndre Hopkins like mm. a few years ago, where 
they were throwing out Brian Hoyer, uh, Brian Hoyer and Ryan Mallet and yeah. Brandon Whedon. It didn't really matter because Hopkins was just going to catch whatever was thrown at him anyway. And yeah. it feels a bit like that with um, Sutton now, doesn't it? He is. He's been an absolute star this year. Yeah, he's massive. He's really quick. He's got great hands. Yeah, Hopkins is a really good comparison, I think. And yeah, he's not Miss Sanders in that offense at all, really. No, like you, um, they might not have found the quarterback, but I think they've definitely found sort of the piece on the offense they can build around. Because yeah, I think he is it. He is. Yeah, I think he's just a star. I still really like Philip Lindsay as well. I think if they can get a better offensive line for him to run block for him. He just looks so quick. Yeah, yeah. It's it'll be weird to see with the uh, Broncos what they do because obviously they're not going to get that much for a look at lot, but they'll probably get enough, and mm. they could be picking reasonably high still, couldn't they? Yeah, they're still well, yeah, just above the, the worst teams in the league. So yeah, they're definitely going to have a chance to take a quarterback if they want to. Yeah, I mean we've we've got a Chargers podcast, and you can listen to them. Um, be incredibly depressed. <laughs> it's a good one to listen to because they had a double bill this week where it was a single <laughs> podcast that overran, so it's split into two. But yeah. it's basically a rebuild in the Chargers. Uh, a couple of podcasts, one about the draft and one about free agency. Is a yeah, good listen now. Yeah, I follow Lee on uh, Twitter, and on a Sunday, he's just the most depressed man in the world. Every week, it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's not been the the most joyous of podcasts. That one. It's time for Philip Rivers to go, isn't it? It feels like both sides of that don't want to be together anymore. No, yeah, he's trying to play himself out of a job. They're trying it to get is, rid of him. Say Rivers leaves, it doesn't seem like he wants to leave the area. It doesn't seem like he no. wants to move. So where does he go from here? Is that it? Or does he go somewhere and have a bit of a Carson Palmer last few years like he did with the Cardinals, maybe? <sighs> Because Palmer sort of had been written off, I think, before he went to Cardinals, hadn't he? Like, yeah, his Oakland tenure was terrible. Yeah. So maybe he'll go somewhere and have a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a swan song sort of thing, and just see out the last few years somewhere. But to me, he doesn't seem that willing to move anywhere. So what team? I don't yeah. know where he would go from here. No, I, I, I personally, I can't stand to watch it. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I don't enjoy it. I've never enjoyed. He can't move, and his throwing technique, although different, is is uh, so ugly to watch. Yeah, and yeah, that it's weird that team, isn't it? Because the start of the season, like Melvin Gordon's come back and he's been all right, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, hundred yards but, this week. Yeah, the start of that season, the start of the season when he wasn't there, they looked like a really fun offense, and now he's come mm. back, he's playing fine, but they're the most boring offense to watch, aren't they? They're yeah. just yeah. Uh, again, another one of these teams that. It's an interesting off-season coming up. Yeah, I think um, Anthony Lynn could be on his way out there as well. It's yeah, it feels. <laughs> I mean, it feels like every game we've mentioned so far, the coaches <laughs> are probably going to get fired. I think our two teams are safe with their coaches, but yeah, the rest of the yeah. league could be in trouble. Yeah, it is. I think you are right. Like, thinking about it, there's uh, could be a record number. <laughs> is have to look next week who we think is going to make some predictions. Yeah, let's them. do that. Let's predict the coaches that are going to be out of a job. Two teams that aren't going to fire their coaches. One because they can't because he's got a ten-year contract, and the other is Andy Reid. Uh, the Chiefs beat the Raiders forty to nine. This is weird because the Chiefs didn't even get out of second gear in this one. No, I think the Raiders have given up on this year, haven't they? I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a shame because they showed some promise, but I think now it's. Sort of gone. Josh Jacobs is still 104 yards again. Seven seven games this season of 100 yards for Josh Jacobs. But he had 100 yards like before the end of the second half, and then he did. Yeah. Like 
it's hard to do that, I think. Have a running back be that dominant over a, a half of football and not even score a single point in it. It's, yeah. Uh, and how did he only get four yards after the break? So I, I, I sort of switched off from the game, really. So I'm assuming that uh, they basically just passed the ball every down. But Yeah, they were yeah, down big. Mad. Yeah. Yeah, um, Pat Mahomes had 175 yards in this, in this game, and they scored 40 points. Yeah, I think okay, it was over <laughs> so early, wasn't it? That was a problem. It was just... Yeah, they just blew, blew them out. It doesn't matter who's at running back for them. No. Yeah, it's... I wonder if, obviously, um, the reason they got rid of him was very different. But I imagine if Kareem Hunt was still there, oh what God. that offence could be with him as well. It's... Kareem Hunt, the Williams, that probably wouldn't have McCoy, but still, yeah. Kareem Hunt plus the two Williams guys. Yeah, Jesus Christ, with uh, Tyreek Hill just doing what Tyreek Hill does as well. And Travis Kelsey as your de facto number one receiver, really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, said last week that they're flying under the radar a little bit. And yeah. Eight and four. Yeah. What would, that, would that make them the three seed? Would it? Uh, fourth seed currently. They somehow lose I'd out have, to the Texans in the third yeah, seed. Yeah. I'd have more confidence that they they can put a run together and get that three seed. And I mean, it's not out of the question with the Patriots. Struggling a bit. Playing the Pats this week. Yeah. Interesting mm. game, that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's in New England. But then they've got the Broncos, Bears, and Chargers. So that's three more wins. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Dave, you sound worried. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then it's, it's a bit like we said last year, where, I mean,. They might lose in the divisional round, but most teams would snap your hands off of that. Yeah. But the Patriots is an absolute disaster. Like, <laughs> like yeah. it's still all right. Like, it, it's not a problem. Yeah, it's, there's like uh, 28 teams that don't get that far, or 26 teams. Yeah, I think that is the, the thing with like the Patriots that does always make me laugh a bit. That I mean, It's Super Bowl or bust. Yeah, it? like, say, so many teams would bite their hands off for just a bad Patriots season, wouldn't they? But Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a free run here, but I mean, the way the Patriots are playing, I, I can't see how we can win a Super Bowl. Well, let's no move on to that game. game. It finished 22-28 yeah. to the Texans on something like football. Um, Texans just scored a touchdown every quarter, and that was enough. Yeah. I don't think the Texans are some super team. No. I don't think they're that great, but... I think when Watson and Hopkins are on the top of their game, they're probably the best combination in the entire league, but then very often not on the top of their game together. Yeah, and look, Watson, I do think he takes some bad sacks and stuff like that. I don't yeah. think it's all on him, but I do think some of it's on him. It's like an awful Wilson, lot. where he tries to do a bit too much sometimes mm, and yeah. that can cause the team a bit. And I do think come playoff time that that sort of catches up to you, them sort of things. But yeah. in tight games, they can be the difference sometimes, can't they? But yeah, I do think, like, I do think I wouldn't be too worried if the Patriots or the Texans come playoff time they wouldn't be able to beat them because I, I do think they would be able to. Like the Patriots played pretty awful and it was still a close-ish game. Yeah, lost by six points. Yeah. Patriots in the, in the playoffs were a different proposition. Teams have that old Manchester United fear factor about them, I think. Yeah. I think, I think the big problem from a Patriots point of view is that, I say, the run game is just dead. Yeah, James White led the way this week. 14 carries for 80 yards. Yeah, and like, that's good numbers, but did you cut... I don't think you can rely on James Watt to do that week. No. That's not a player he is. Um, Sony had 10 carries for 45 yards, and then Rex yeah. Burkhead's still there. 
Yeah, they need to find something there and. Brady had a 13 yard rush. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. The slowest 13 yard <laughs> rush since that um, Bill Rivers one. Honestly, him and Jason Witten are a race. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think the worrying thing from the Patriots is the pass catchers. There's just nothing really there. You've got Edelman, and then beneath that, Jacoby Myers, Matt Lacrosse, Ben Watson. I mean, Nikhil Harry's been all right, but like, Harry, I don't think he didn't even had a catch. He had game. one target, no catches. Most yeah. of the new three catches for 14 yards. Dorset, or Dorset, two catches for 15. Yeah. I think they're going to regret not going out and getting AJ Green. Yeah. Um, in at the end of the, like, just before the deadline. It's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't really know what to say, really, because they're just. It's pretty obvious what the Patriots issues are, mm. and I don't know how they fix that. I mean, the defense can win games, but is the defense going to win three games against? I mean, especially if they get um, if they don't get home field advantage. Mm. Having to go on the road to some of these teams. Could, I mean, if they get the third seed, yeah, then they could easily be playing. Who would that be? What Titans? You could end up playing Titans, Chiefs. Ravens just to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, wow. I mean, that's not exactly a good run. No, that's just three tough games. Yeah, I mean, if they lose this week, they'd have they'd have like all the other teams in the contention would have tiebreakers over them, wouldn't they? So yeah. But that, yeah. The national media is going in America is going mad that is that it is the end of the Patriots kind of their run. This the whole fifteen twenty year thing is now coming to an end. I still have faith that Bill can rebuild this though. Well, so do I, and I think because he ain't I, going anywhere. No, the, <laughs> the problem is that I mean, wide receiver hasn't actually been a place the Patriots have excelled at over. No, bar the Randy Moss know. year. Yeah, it's. I mean, you throw Antonio Brown in this team. I'm yeah. not saying we actually should sign him, but say he was, it all worked out, and he wasn't a moron, hmm. and he was still there. Well, didn't then, he get like seventy yards in the one game we did play? Yeah, on a couple um, of catches. Yeah, that was like the first game against the Dolphins, I think. Yeah, but say he was still there, I think the Patriots are still the favourite for the Super Bowl. Yeah, because that's the that's the difference. I don't think it's, it's a game breaker. It's take too much. It's just yeah, just that's the thing. I think that is the exact word. There's not a game breaker on this Patriots offense at the moment. Yeah, there's no one. Edelman's no one good, but he's not going to destroy someone, is he? No, and Edwin is good, but teams basically are doubling him and yeah. saying beat us with Jacoby Myers. Mm. It's a lot of Philip Dorsett is fine, but yeah, most are new. Just a collection of guys. Yeah, I think at the start of the season we said about Dorsett that when he's your fourth option, he's probably as good a fourth option as you'll ever see. Yeah. When he's your second option, <laughs> the problem. Yeah, it's an issue. Yeah. And yeah, that's basically the position they're in right now, where. He is number two option on this team, and mm. I mean, it makes the Josh Gordon move look even weirder because I don't think he was great this season, but at least he was somebody who you could throw the ball. Yeah, to he can season. catch the football. Yeah, it, that was that was a weird move looking back. I don't really. I assume something a bit more went on. Yeah, I mean, it has to. We'll never know, but yeah, it was a weird one. Pat's um, falls are ten and two. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, it's an absolute disaster. <laughs> uh, and then two. Second loss of the season, it's in December. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I record something 
I assume some teams have never ever had a ten and two record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 but you are judged on a different thing, I guess, to the Patriots team. But yeah, yeah. It's I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have any real faith that they're gonna pull it together. To be honest, but you I never also still think they could win a Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you never know what Bill's got up his sleeve. No, I, I still think if one guy, yeah, one guy could figure out how to stop Lamar Jackson, it's going to be Belichick. And I'm still on the thing that <laughs> they didn't outplay you that badly. Yeah, that the, <laughs> the Ravens aren't this unbeatable force. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. I, I do think the Ravens are beatable. I think they're on an incredibly hot run, but. I mean, they easily could have lost the Patriots. They easily could have lost the Forty ers Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're looking at these. This conference completely different. If, as I, as I said last week, oh, sorry, I need to stop saying that. I said last week, but I did say last week that if Julian Edelman doesn't fumble that ball against the Ravens, the Patriots probably win. Yeah, our game against them swung on DK Metcalf fumbling and them scoring from that. As well, we would have beat them, I think. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I don't think they're unbeatable, and I do think somebody will stop them. I'm not sure it's going to be the Patriots, but I think the Chiefs can just outgun them. Yeah, they the can outpay. Yeah, they did earlier in the season, didn't they? They just outscored them. Yeah, to me, I, I still think the Chiefs are the one. I think they're the one to look out for. Yeah, I find it mad that Pat Mahomes has just been pushed to one side this season. Yeah, same. He's, he's still absolutely phenomenal. And bar Russell Wilson, my favourite quarterback to watch in the entire league. Yeah, definitely. He, yeah, I, yeah. I, I really don't. It sounds stupid, but I probably will look like an idiot come <laughs> January or oh, well February now. But I just don't think this Ravens team wins the Super Bowl. No, I just don't think. Yeah, I just think they're beatable. And yeah, I say I probably will look stupid, but <laughs> yeah, it's just how I see it really. But no, I'm I'm totally with you, and it might be rotten eggs because they both they beat both of our teams, and they shouldn't have, but. Yeah, I don't think they they are the new the new team like that everyone needs to beat. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. So I, I don't I don't have faith in the Patriots, but I do still think they can win it all. <laughs> Stupid, but yeah, I, I still have faith that Brady will play well enough. Yeah, but I don't I st- think he's played great, but I don't think it's all on him. I think no, other people have to step up as well. Yeah, and whether these other players can step up is the. Uh, Thing, it's a big question, I guess, but mm. yeah, I, I do have I, I have faith the Patriots will be all right, but I don't. I, I still think the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Ooh. Well, I'll take playing the Chiefs in. I'll take the Seahawks playing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. That'd be a good game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we beat the Vikings 37-30 last night on Monday Night Football. Kirk Cousins is now 0-8 under the lights on MNF. Um, he didn't play that badly, to be honest. Two touchdowns. Yeah, like. And you have about 450 yards of offense and stuff. <laughs> he got cousins, what did he get? Two, 276, two touches and a pick. Um, the pick was a fantastic play by Trey Flowers, who just wrestled out of Diggs' arms um, before we hit the ground. Um, but yeah, Kirk had better numbers than Wilson in this one. Wilson had the, one of the weirdest pick sixes I've ever seen. He threw the ball, it got batted back to him by a, a defender. He then batted it back up in the air rather than batting it down. And then the guy caught the ball and ran it in for a, a touchdown. And that's why he'll never be MVP. Well, it? yeah, that's going to lose him the thing because <laughs> there's plays like that. But, yeah, he did just enough again. I say it most weeks. Without Russell Wilson, we don't win this game. 
there's no way we put up 37 points against the Vikings defense without Russell Wilson at quarterback. And we got 218 rushing yards. Carson again, 102 on the ground. Rashard Penny, 74 yards and two touchdowns, one through the air, one on the ground. I'm still not ready to accept that Rashad Penny is uh, uh, the value that we drafted him at. I think he's a good running back, but I still prefer Chris Carson because he runs people over. But to me, it's more that no no running back is that value. The same with Sony Michelle. Yeah. I don't think any any running back will ever repay first round that, that price. Yeah. Price, yeah. He's yeah, he's good, and if he'd been a second round pick, none of this would have been an issue for him. He would have come in and done a reasonable job as a second round pick and it wouldn't have been a massive issue but he's starting to come good 15 carries for 75 yards and I say a touchdown on the ground and one through the air that's good but then weird game. it was a weird game for the Seals offense Tyler Lockett was targeted three times and didn't have a catch um, yeah, Josh, Josh Gordon was a really weird one with that when I saw that yeah he's, he had flu last week I don't know if that was kind of he was feeling a bit down because of that but yeah Josh Gordon had one catch for 10 yards he seems to come up with big third down plays and disappear for the rest of the game, yeah, which is odd, fine. Yeah, uh, Jacob Hollister is just carrying on from where other tight ends have left off this season. Six catches, 50 yards. Uh, DK Metcalf again fumbled on a catch. Um, he needs to sort that out. Yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because I saw his hands are about six foot wide yeah. maybe, maybe they're too big he just can't hold them with the ball yeah he took a couple of steps and then someone whacked him like full on shoulder pad into the hands and the ball popped out it wasn't really a, a, a fumble or a drop it was more of a really great defensive play but you got to hold on to that ball yeah um, it does happen doesn't it and say, yeah. in some cases are a bit fluky um, mm. I mean others like your Chris Carson examples aren't always uh, Is, I mean, Carson's think of just lack of awareness yeah he doesn't realise the defender's coming from that side and he gets the ball punched out and he just looks like an idiot. Yeah. For the Vikings, I think Dalvin Cook was looking good before he went out with an injury. He had 30 yards on a few carries. Um, Lacron Treadwell led the way in receiving for the Vikings with 58 yards. Yeah, a couple yards. of times. I don't, it just seems to... When Phelan's not playing, Diggs just disappears, doesn't he? It's odd. Yeah, Diggs could not catch a ball. He had 10 targets for four um, receptions for 25 yards. Uh, Treadwell had one catch for 58 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, it's hard to explain Diggs. <laughs> yeah, he's weird because he either makes huge plays or does nothing. Yeah, he's yeah he's a really odd player and mm. yeah, I wonder because there was talk that he could be traded, wasn't there this year? And yeah, I wonder what they do with him moving forward. Whether they try and move him on in the off season or whether they carry on with him. Uh, yeah, it's weird. I don't yeah, know. he would have fit nicely on your offense, I think. Yeah, probably. Well, he does have pretty solid hands if the ball's not kind of... Like a lot of his passes that he didn't catch were behind him or low or over his yeah. head. Uh, but yeah, happy with that. Defence look good for the Seahawks. They're starting to get together now. Trey Flowers has got his fourth pick in four games and Shaquille Griffin, I banged on last week, is should be a Pro Bowl cornerback, but I don't think he will do because of some of the bigger names. But yeah, they're looking good. Ziggy Anser and... Uh, Devion Clowney on the ends are starting to actually play like they're paid, so that's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so we move to 10 and 2 and into the um, second place in the NFC, just behind the Saints. Annoyingly, we lost to the Saints now, really, and to Teddy yeah. Bridgewater. Yeah, yeah, that was a really bad loss looking back. Yeah, week three seems so long ago, but we could have been 11 and 1 that, on a that... team that had nothing coming into the season, apparently. 
But that loss could end up being so big. Yeah. Could mean we end up going to New Orleans in the playoffs. Yeah, which is it's mad <laughs> how big that loss could end up being, really. Yeah. I'm just amazed we're turning too. Like, we got written off by so many uh, serious pundits and people that know the game and stuff coming to this season that we had no offence and we had a rookie at wide receiver and Tyler Lockett was number one and that was laughed at. You can't count out Pete Carroll. He just he knows what he's doing. Yeah, it's weird because yeah, we've definitely had a discussion about Pete Carroll, haven't we? And whether yeah, you know, whether they should move on from him just to sort of like freshen things up. But... His prime time record is insane: twenty seven wins, five losses, and one tie. Yeah, it's pretty good. Doesn't lose under the lights, really. Yeah, it's not not a bad stat. Yeah, he ain't going anywhere. <laughs> he is safe for next season. <laughs> Um, there you go then, that is the week 13 recap done Dave We are into week 14 and the playoffs are just around the corner well, The fantasy playoffs starting this week aren't they on behalf? I don't know, I'm not in any of them Wow I've had a fucking terrible season yeah, I've had a mixture I would say I missed out on one league by 0.7 points I finished 7th <laughs> in that league <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, a little bit annoying, that one. Yeah, that is incredibly frustrating. I had Tyler Lockett last night. I thought, yeah, easy. I'm well in this league. <laughs> nope. No oh, catches. <laughs> yeah. But still, yeah, fancy playoffs start. I'm in the Mega League playoffs, actually. That's the one league I've made the playoffs in, and I'm going to win that one. Oh, yeah. Are you calling it now? <laughs> yeah. I can't win any prizes, though, can I? No. Annoyingly. Up, yeah. <laughs> a little sneaky backhander. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I finished 8 and 5 in the, the Mahomes League. I'm happy with oh. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you're in the playoffs, well done, congratulations. And if you're in the uh, the mega leagues, then uh, even more congratulations to you, well done, because there's a lot of competition in these leagues, some good players. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely uh, very competitive leagues, and I think this year more than any other year. I don't think we've had other years we've had players giving up, but I don't think we've had any just giving up and not setting teams and stuff, which always is nice to have. Yeah, the bottom of my Mahomes league is five and eight, so that's a really competitive league. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a that's a really good record really harsh record to be five and eight with yeah so i was looking through some of the teams the other day and some of these teams that have missed out are you know, pretty strong teams yeah the points i mean obviously i'm only in the Mahomes one but the points differentials in all the leagues i'd assume are really close no team has been blowing teams out and no one's been getting blown out by anyone so yeah i don't think there's uh yeah i don't think there's any unbeaten teams i think i think 11 and 2 might be the best record across the leagues yeah i've got 10 and 3 in our league and um yeah we're um I'm looking forward to the playoffs in the league I'm in. They've made the playoffs and it's fun. It's the fun time of season for fantasy. That's the, when, that's the thing when you miss out on playoffs. It's just you miss out on these last three weeks of fantasy football, don't you? Yeah. It does make watching Red Zone a little bit like, eh, doesn't matter, yeah. is it really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we scored good. I don't get any points <laughs> for that now, though. <laughs> I had a big week. Yeah, that's what happened. I'll, I'll get like 500 points this week in my uh, Yahoo League and it won't matter at all. Um, but we will be back on Thursday with our pick show. Uh, where can people find us on social media, Dave? So we are at first and ten underscore on Facebook and first and ten on Facebook. Um, sorry, go. at first and ten underscore on Twitter. Sorry, and first and ten on Facebook. Yes, that's it. Got there in the end. You can follow me at Ross Bell nineteen eighty four, and you can follow Dave at DJG twenty three. I say it every week. It's Arsenal tweets mainly, and he's a happy boy now. I'd assume. Yeah, yeah much happier with. Uh, brilliant. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't great on Sunday. Got to be honest, but. You know, give him time, and I mean, it's nice to have someone that I don't hate. <laughs> football club, so, and it's Leeds versus Arsenal in the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah, big one. The uh, first and ten podcast derby. We should go. We should go to that. Have a meet. Yeah, up. 
I'll try and get tickets. You'll probably get more chance to get them there, being an Arsenal fan. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, we'll be back on Thursday with our picks show. We're doing pretty well in the picks. We shall fill you in on all that coming up. So until then, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Dave. Bye. And we'll see you on Thursday. <laughs>